This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's Boomer and Geo on the fan and the CBS Sports Network. Isaac, Greg Giannotti, it's Boomer and Geo on the fan, simulcast across the country on CBS Sports Network. And we're on the free Odyssey app. Good Tuesday morning. We've got divisional playoff weekend set in the NFL after the Dallas Cowboys' impressive win last night over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I did think that Tom Brady was going to beat the Dallas Cowboys. I didn't like the way the Cowboys looked at the end of the season, and boy, was I wrong about that because they came out and absolutely turned it on after those first couple of miserable drives offensively. Dak Prescott was great. Mike McCarthy gets the pressure off him for at least one more week, and they were very, very good on both sides of the ball. Now that creates a really fun matchup next week with some history there between the Cowboys and 49ers. And you got three NFC East teams in the divisionals, man. And the New York Giants are one of them. Of course, we'll continue to talk about them all week. And then the history of Tom Brady versus the future of Tom Brady is going to be a big discussion throughout the country this morning. And I really do believe that he will come back next year. And I'll tell you the reasons why. Good morning, Boomer. How are you? You know, I'm a little tired, man. Staying up late and watching all these games. Crazy. But um, I was uh, thinking about the eight teams that are left. Yeah. Only two teams, the Giants and the Jags, really nobody thought would be where they are today. Sure. The other six teams, I, I would make an argument that everybody preseason thought that they would be where they are. And you take a look at the other six teams, obviously the Chiefs, the Eagles, the Bengals, the Bills, and then the Cowboys and 49ers. You know, this was almost kind of like chalk at the beginning of the year. I yeah. always like to look back and think like what the predictions were, who outkicked their predictions and things of that nature. And certainly the Jaguars and the Giants are at the top of that list. There, there's no question about that. And maybe more so the Giants because of the unknown with the new coach and all that other stuff. The Jaguars spent almost $170 million, the most ever by an NFL team in free agency this offseason and brought in a new coach, and is still paying an old coaching staff. So Shad Khan, the owner down there, spent a lot of money. So the six out of the eight teams, I think we all would probably say, 
we expected to be here. Yeah, absolutely. And that's one of the things that I think is good and not good about the NFL is they try to create so much parity, which they have done. But when really push comes to shove, the teams that you expected to get there are in the mix. But you've got two teams that... You know, one's got a much better shot than the other, in my opinion, and that's the Giants getting to the NFC Championship game as opposed to the Jaguars. That's going to be a very tough test for them. But if one of those two teams ended up winning this weekend and getting into the championship game, that now becomes one of those great underdog stories. It is a great story right now. But we have seen these stories end in the divisional round. The Giants are one of those franchises where it doesn't, though. The Giants have two (laughs) examples of where the story keeps going and going and going. And that's where Giants fans' minds are this morning, that it's not going to stop here. Why would it stop here? Yes, the Eagles have had a good year, but it's not like they are unbeatable. And quite frankly, the way that the draw ended up and the Eagles getting that number one seed might be the best thing for the Giants with the way that the 49 are playing because yeah. I don't want to see them at all if I don't have to. Let's see if the uh, Dallas defense can stop them on, on, on offense and let's say if Dak Prescott who's coming off one of his best games of his career at the biggest moment in his career because there's a lot of pressure on that young man going into uh, these playoffs see if they can deal with the uh, 49ers. I will say this for the New York Giants when you think where they were two weeks ago and we started to talk about the potential matchup of them going Back to Minnesota. One reoccurring theme around that thought was the fact that they knew that they could hang with Minnesota in Minnesota because they had just done it. Yeah. And they had gotten beaten by a 61-yard field goal. Now, I'll also say the same thing potentially here for the New York Giants because a couple weeks ago they were in Philadelphia. They didn't play Saquon Barkley. They didn't play Daniel Jones. You know, they didn't play a bunch of other players that were significant contributors for them, both on offense and defense. And they hung with the Eagles. They made it tough on the Eagles to finally win the game. And certainly Jalen Hurts coming back from injury and the way that he played the game, he wasn't all that sharp. I would think that that confidence that you had going into Minnesota, you now have that confidence going down the turnpike. And you feel like you can go in there and you can beat this team. It's really hard for a team to beat another team three times within a division. It just it's it, it, It's been done, but it's it's hard to do it. Yeah, and this is a completely different matchup and challenge for the Giants defense going against Jalen Hurts because one of the most immobile quarterbacks in football, even though I thought he had a great year, is Kirk Cousins. He does not move around. He does not run. He does not break the pocket. And we're talking about Jalen Hurts, a guy who did it just about as good as anybody this NFL season when he was healthy. So this is a different challenge for Wink Martindale. But, I mean, I think the confidence really comes from you know, the Giants fan confidence doesn't just come from the history of what the, the organization has done with different players, but also these coaches. I mean, Brian Dable and Wick Martindale, it's like, you know, I know Brian Dable's a first-year head coach, but he's been through so much. And Wink Martindale has oh. been a guy who has, you know, playoff experience just all over he's his resume. NFL lifers, man. Exactly. So, I mean, that to me, and not that the Eagles don't have a great staff, and Nick Sirianni, I mean, there's something to be said about a guy who had that much pressure on him to get this team to where they are right now and actually succeeding. I mean, there is something to be said about that uh, with the roster that they have, but, I mean, these guys and what they've squeezed out of this team, I mean, you just, that that's where I think the confidence you know, comes from. Watch it back at the tape. Man, Andrew Thomas is a hell of a player. Yeah. <laughs> Holy God. He's like their answer to Lane Johnson in Philadelphia. Sure. Lane Johnson's playing with a uh, sports hernia, and it's not easy. And they need him. 
And, you know, he hadn't he didn't play and he he needed the rest. And it really is basically about pain management and tolerance for Lane Johnson, one of the best offensive linemen in football. I think he made the all pro team. Um, so he's a he's a guy to watch closely. And, uh, you know, if he's unable to go, that is a big, big loss for them. And watching the way that Thomas and Neil have played here late in the season, they've done a really good job. They they have turned out to be bookend tackles, which is exactly what you want. And Thomas is just like taking the next level. He's taking it to another level. I mean, you know, you could, we, we've talked here for years and years and years about the offensive line of the New York Giants. Yes. I mean, I, to the point where I think Al was just basically going to quit. He almost quit. I, I almost sent him on a six-month sabbatical. Yeah. I said, I, he said, I can't talk about the offensive line anymore. Well, Al, it's, it's actually completely flipped now. Uh, the story and the narrative around them is that they are playing exceptional football. And it helps when your quarterback is playing the way he's playing. Right. So Joe Burrow last year went into the playoffs. Everybody was talking about how bad the offensive line was. This offseason, they rebuild that offensive line, and it really was coming into its own. Now it's missing three-fifths of their starters. But the quarterback can still manage. The quarterback can still get rid of the football. The quarterback's going to get hit a little bit more, for sure. But he can still get rid of the football, and he's got good wide receivers to make those plays. Daniel Jones, a little bit differently. They can ask him to run with the ball. He can take off and run with the ball. But the way that he is throwing the ball now and, and the decisions and the accuracy that he's throwing with takes an enormous amount of pressure off of this offensive line that now is actually growing to be good. It's not a, it's not, it's, it's no longer a liability for the Giants. Now it is an asset. Sure. And you've got the two tackles on offense, and then you've got that defensive line, which is a huge strength for them, especially with the two defensive tackles when you're talking about Leonard Williams and, and Dexter Lawrence and what they have done. And I know Oljolari has been hurt a lot, and he's, he's hurt again. Uh, but you add the development and what Kayvon Thibodeau has brought to this team. I mean, that's where... You win games. I mean, obviously, the quarterback we put a, a whole nother level in Daniel Jones. All the credit. He's, he's but, why he's why they are where they are. Right. You say whatever you want. I mean, there's a lot of good things that are going on here, and a lot of Dave Gettleman guys that are a big part of this moving sure. forward and being successful. And Brian Dable's the one that's got to unlock all that stuff, and he's got to trust in his defensive coordinator. And I think they've really made a good pair to this point. But I, the one thing about the the New York Giants now that I think that Giant fans could take. Heat on from the the twelve team and the seven team is the fact these these guys are competitive now. You know they step on the field, they are competitive, and some of them are playing for their futures. Oh, of course, which is like the greatest thing that you could ever ask for. You want players out there fighting for their meal ticket, and you know, I mean, a couple there's, of those there's guys more are doing of them that. than not. I know. I mean, on this roster, if you think about it, I mean, the two biggest names are also playing for contracts, and Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley, and each victory and each great playoff game adds to that. You've got a lot of younger players on there who are trying to make an impact. Kayvon Thibodeau said himself that these playoffs give him an opportunity, another opportunity to get paid. You think about a guy like Isaiah Hodgins who was bouncing around off the scrap heap and is now looking like a number one wide receiver in the league. And then maybe, you know, <laughs> he starts building up that resume enough where he gets a big payday. You can go all around. This team. I mean, there are some guys with contracts, but there's more guys without. It's too bad they couldn't have kept James Bradbury, who they will see on the other side of the field yeah. uh, this week. But again, that was part of Joe Shane's manipulation of the salary cap and trying to figure out, you know, what what it looks like moving forward. You know, these are the decisions that, you know, the, the business guy, the cap guy, those guys sit down and they try to figure out and map a future. And 
depending on what they're going to have to pay Daniel Jones, they may have to lop off a few other guys. And they still may end up having to play with some of these guys that don't have the big contracts. But you could say that about every sport. Every sport you could say that about, with the exception of maybe the Mets. That guy will pay anybody anything. It doesn't matter. As long as he doesn't have a plate in his ankle. Right, exactly. Uh, but the, I just think like if you're the Giants, you have a, a, a huge amount of confidence right now getting ready to go into Philadelphia. It is Confidence is a, it's a fleeting thing, but when you got it and you feel like you can do it, now all of a sudden you become dangerous. And that's where I think... This game for the Philadelphia Eagles. And remember last year's divisional matchup games, how crazy they were? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm telling you, every single one of these games has the potential to be the same way that last year's uh, Super Wild Card, but uh, divisional weekend was. Yeah, I mean, the Jaguars is as great as they've been to me because I had the Jaguars to win the division bet. Well, that that's right. By the way, how much did you win Cashing, on uh, I was like 550-something, somewhere around nice, there. Nice, Yeah, $50 at plus 1100 whatever that ended up being. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was pretty pretty good. But even they've been good to me. But I think I mean the Chiefs are probably going to take care of business. The there. Chiefs I, are going to score over thirty points. You know yeah, that, right? So and that, you know the Bills are going to score somewhere around thirty points. That, that game right there, man. I couldn't even tell you how that game's going to go. I, I the, the Bills and the Bengals. That's one I wouldn't put a dime on because I, there's so many different ways that that game can go. I'll just going to be close. I just think it's going to be uh, you know the Monday night game that got canceled. That first quarter, first couple series that the Bengals had, the offensive line did a really good job holding back the four-man rush of the Bills. If you go back and you look at the tape, you'll see it. Uh, and then all of a sudden now two of those, two more of those guys are missing. Yeah. Um, so I, I, there's a clear and distinct advantage going into this game for the Buffalo defensive line, even without Von Miller. Now, if you are the Bills, do you use the DeMar Hamlin card this week? Or do you save it for a potential championship game? Meaning that... Got it. The only way you're playing the championship game at home is if the Jaguars upset the Chiefs, then you would have the home game. If the Jaguars uh, lose to the Chiefs, then you win. Then they got to go to the the neutral site. Right. There would be a neutral site AFC championship game between the Bills and the Chiefs down in Atlanta. I don't know if, if that means anything. I, I kind of have a sneaking suspicion that he'll be there this week. I this think. week, because all right. Because it's a and guaranteed home game. I wouldn't be surprised. Game. I wouldn't be surprised. You know... You, he could come out, it could be like an amazing moment, and you could have two teams at the middle of the field at the same time at pregame. I, I don't think the Bills would do that. I think they would probably, they're trying to win the game. Like, this is where you use every inch of advantage you have to try to win a football game. And I would think that he's going to show up, and that place is going to be incredibly, incredibly loud. And it's already been emotional in the last two home games. Oh man, it's going to be like this this unbelievable scene there in Buffalo. If he shows up. If he shows up. Now I know that they said last week that he was continuing his recovery and it was not the right idea to have him at that game. And emotionally for him, especially dealing with a heart issue, I'm sure he's gonna be all fired up. Lungs. Right. So maybe they'd keep him at home. But if they trotted him out somehow in this game and he's healthy and looking great. And then all of a sudden, all the players come off the field. And they're all in the middle of the field. And they're standing there. And then, Tamar Hamlin puts on his uniform. Oh, come on. And goes out and ends up playing in the game. Just imagine that. Give him his helmet, coach. I think he's ready. 
sure, Damar? Yeah, I'm sure, Coach. It's a bird, you moron. <laughs> Let's do it. And then on the first drive, Joe Burrow drops back. He's looking around. He can't find anybody open. He throws the ball up. And who's there to catch it? Damar Hamlin. It's an interception. And then he's running it back in slow motion as Bills fans are crying, all of them collectively sobbing as he runs into the end zone, drops the ball and looks up to the sky. Thank you, God. Thank you. And the Buffalo Bills go on to win. Wow, then he goes on again. 30 to nothing because of his number three. Wow, he goes on against four interceptions. Has three interceptions. Oh, he's three interceptions. Three yeah. interceptions. Right. Yes. That'd be even better. So the game is very close. It's it's 33 to 30. And then all of a sudden. Eddie, don't you play that. Uh, Jerry, you know what? Don't play that. <laughs> don't you play that. DeMar Hamlin in the fourth quarter, already with two interceptions. There he is. And they're going, DeMar, DeMar. Damar, Damar, Joe Burrow. You hear like all the when the linemen hit each other. There's Joe Burrow. The rush is coming. He steps up. He gets hit. The ball's up in the air. It's a wobbling duck. And then out of the sky comes Damar Hamlin. Actually from above. And he scoops up the ball and then levitates down the field into the end zone. That's going to be just the greatest moment in NFL history. That would be amazing. Damar Hamlin. Damar Hamlin. That's what we want, NFL. For all the people that say the NFL is fixed, this is how you fix it this weekend. This is how you fix it. Not only will Damar Hamlin go out there for the coin toss, he will put on the uniform and have three interceptions and send the Bills to a neutral site. Oh, man. AFC championship game. All right, that's very good. <laughs> hey, Al, didn't you have a sports hernia? No, yeah, I did. Oh, you had a sports hernia? Well, I, uh, yeah, they called it a sports hernia. Huh. Yeah, even though you don't play athletic. sports. You know, you're not a sports guy. I mean, you probably hurt yourself, you know, going to the bathroom or slipping on probably. your tile or something. Uh, but it is a sports hernia, which is what Lane Johnson is dealing with. Uh, how painful and how restricting was that for you? For me, uh, not much because I, I don't really do anything. Uh, right, yeah. <laughs> this <laughs> really just looked weird. What Boomer is doing here, do you realize what Boomer is doing? He's doing what the callers do. When an athlete has a particular injury and we're talking about that injury and the caller calls up and goes, yeah, I had a sprained MCL a couple years ago. I'm 55 now and... You know, I, I was, you know, walking around, you know, I do have a very active job. And for me, you know, it, it limited me for sure in getting what I wanted to do. Now, it healed on its own, didn't have to have surgery. But, you know, for sure, I understand what Lamar Jackson's going through. Because for me, it was, def it was definitely limiting. So now you're comparing Lane Johnson to Al Dukes yeah. with the sports hernia. Yeah, I have limiting? a sore throat and my balls hurt. <laughs> like how limiting was the sports hernia for Al at the same time? I mean. Sometimes. Really? Well, just That's that whole area felt weird. Uh, right, but, but any restrictions? <laughs> no, no. No. I was still able to scroll through Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> Sagging balls. Oh, God. All right, it is Boomer yeah. and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. <laughs> 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Fan and CBS Sports Network. I did like the Monday night playoff game last night because it continued wild card weekend and it was just something else to watch and another day to talk about something fresh. So first time ever that this happened, I I, I enjoyed it. I it was did like it. It's fine. And I have to ask you a question since you seem to be like the arbiter of these things. Yeah. Uh, were Troy and Joe into the game enough for you? Oh, yeah. They're always great. <laughs> they're always great, right? Yeah, they are always great. Yes, Al Michaels, of course, was crushed. Him and Tony Dungy for the call of the Jacksonville comeback over the Chargers and then Al Michaels fired back. Backs, calling it internet compost. I mean, whatever. Al. Yeah, that's what I say whatever. <laughs> well, shut up, Al. No, but of course, yeah, they were good, and the Manning cast was fun. Flipping back to that, so it ended up being a a good night for Cowboys fans for sure. See, like last night was a great night for the Manning cast. Yeah, because it you know the game got out of control great. a little bit. Yeah. yeah, and you know with the exception of Brett Maher, Maher, I should say. It, I mean, which was mind numbing. Yeah. I mean, like everybody freaking out over the fact that the the. Uh, their field goal kicker couldn't make an extra point. Don't you just go with Mar if you're him? Uh, yeah, How many I, times has he had to correct somebody in his Maher? life? Maher. Yeah, like all through school. Like Brett Maher. And he's like, it's Maher, actually. There's Bill Maher and yeah. Brett Maher. Like, I'm sorry. I'd want to keep myself separate. You know, just calling out a name somewhere, DMV, you know. Mr. Maher? That's actually, I'm sorry, it's, it's, it's Maher. Two syllables. Well, how do you think I deal with my last name? Okay, I mean, we all have different last names, but it, bad pronunciations. But his is like I get horrendous pronunciations. Really? Yeah, horrendous ones. Wow, I think people know who you are. At this well, point. some people do, but well, I mean, a lot of people do. don't. Wow. I mean, you know, and then when you're in a situation where your main your name may be called or something, yeah, they butcher it. Hmm. Oh, that's <laughs> that's what the one was. I don't know if I, I might be able to pull it off my phone when I judged that contest over at Fire Island for your charity yes. at the Island Mermaid, yeah. there was a drag queen that hosted it and totally butchered your name. Right, exactly. It was like, and our judge, Greg Giannotti here, is uh, judging and raising money for the Boomer Asasasasa <laughs> Foundation. She had no idea wow. what it was. Nailed it was Giannotti. Giannotti. 
Well, I, I, had, I had met her before, the drag queen or him, and I said, this is my name, this is how you say it. So that's why, you know, a little setup there. Mm. But nobody nobody tipped her off on a size, and so it was very interesting. I, you, know, you know whose fault that is? Scotty. Scotty. Scotty Hirsch, who owns the Hirsch. Island Mermaid, who's yeah. in Cabo San Lucas right now. He is? Oh, yeah. Bought a place out there. <laughs> he must Bought be doing play, wrong, yeah, far out. Be nice. Yeah, <laughs> he just got back from like Madrid or something as well. So this guy's oh, killing God, it over there. Thailand with King Trevor right now. Right. I mean, that's why when you look down and you say, "Well, twenty five dollars for a cheeseburger," like you understand why I, now. Let me tell you something. I've seen some photos of Cliff Kingsbury <laughs> over in Thailand. He's having a hell of a time. Who the hell would want to come back and coach? Exactly. Right. <laughs> right. That's why he's turning teams down respectfully. Now, course. have you seen photos of him or photos of the girl he's with? I'm not looking at him. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, he's posting. Stuff. What are you supposed does. to do? And it's all over the freaking NFL sites. I know, and I love all these like sports junkie, crazy people. Like I can't believe he's over in Thailand. Like, and all these people are calling for jobs, and he doesn't even care. And then all of a sudden, he's just you know, he's with this uh, Slovenian model or whatever, just pounding it out every five <laughs> seconds somewhere. <laughs> it's okay, you know, being the offensive coordinator of the the Colts isn't all that important to him. Uh, all right, Celo, what do you got? Bangkok. <laughs> What Al? <laughs> Bangkok. <laughs> yes, right. that is geographically correct. All right, we're brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. <laughs> also brought to you by the Progressive New York Boat Show. Visit nyboatshow.com. Sleepy start last night in Tampa. First four possessions, zero first downs. You had uh, four three and outs, as it turned out, but... The Cowboys kicked it in gear from there. Seven plays, 80 yards. Dak Prescott to Dalton Schultz. And the first missed extra point of the night for Brett Maher. Dallas then took full control of the momentum on the ensuing drive. This was second and goal for the Bucks from the Dallas five-yard line. Out of the shotgun, Brady. Play action. Pumps. Throws. A wobbler into the end zone. It's intercepted. The back middle of the end zone by J. Ron Curse. Brady with a duck into the end zone, and it wobbled right into the hands of Curse to turn the Buccaneers away. Devin Cleaver, Westwood yeah. won. I got to say, I don't know, I, I, he's played, what, 300 games or something? That may have been his worst game ever. I, I swear, he looked, he and Mike Evans at times last night looked like they'd never played football before. You know, it's, it's amazing. You look at the statistics, you see how many yards they put up and all that yeah, other stuff. It just was dressing. not... This was they were not in sync, and when the no. game was on the line, he just looked like he didn't like wasn't comfortable at all. No, he was not comfortable in the pocket. He and Evans were not on the same page. Now he was a wager on the game, oh, so you yeah. were watching with that eye. I was getting very yeah. frustrated. I was all in you on the box. I did. I, I was like Geo. I I like. I went. I I took the bait with Dallas last week. Dak mm-hmm. not playing well down the stretch. I thought okay, Bucks. Everyone oh losing season. They're getting healthy. Here comes Brady in the playoffs. Thought the coaches would kind of cancel each other out. No, I'm yeah, done the, with Todd Bowles, man. Yeah, yeah I'm telling <laughs> no. you. Uh, they miss Bruce Arians. Eh? Oh. Now the question is, where does Tom Brady end up? Yeah. See, I think he's going to play. I do, too, I do, but where? I mean, the Ve- Vegas is an option. Miami's an option. Back to the Patriots maybe an option. <sighs> he wants to go to he wants to go to the Super Bowl. I'd stay out of the AFC. 49ers maybe an option. I would stay out of the AFC. I mean, I gave you a bunch right there. What, 49ers? 49ers. Think about that. I mean, Trey Lance is like an afterthought at this point. Think about that. Rodgers retires. The Packers. Started. The amazing thing is, is Skylar Thompson was drafted 15 spots ahead. Right. He was the second to last. Uh, Brock Purdy, yeah. Second to last quarterback yeah. that went. Yeah. And both of them ended up playing. Yeah. And, uh, listen, Skylar Thompson did fine. Oh, yeah. He Sunday. wasn't his fault. No. You can't ask for, you know, you put up 31 points. 
Yep. Now, seven of those points, or six of those points, came on a fumble, sack recovery, and that kind of thing. But uh, I don't know, man. Brock Purdy, that, that story is unbelievable. I, we have never seen Now, I know uh, Ben Roethlisberger won 13-0 and as a rookie. That's right. right. Yep. But he was not putting up numbers the way that Brock Purdy's no, putting up numbers. And because of his success, they were thrust into the playoff chase and the run and the whole thing. Uh, this kid took over a team that was in the middle of all that stuff and actually was not playing all that well. And yeah. now all of a sudden, six in a row. Yeah, it was 2004 with the Steelers, I think, were 15-1, and and he was winning every one of those games. They got to the AFC Championship game and ended up losing to the Patriots. So Brock Purdy has actually played in seven games. He's 6-0 and as a starter, 14 touchdowns, two interceptions, yeah. and 9.3 yards per attempt. Now, I will say... He's playing with great players. Of course. And don't, you get the ball in the hands of Debo Samuel or Christian McCaffrey or Brandon Ayuk or George Kittle. Kittle. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Elijah Moore. Yeah. It's just Mitchell, nonstop. Yeah. Oh, Elijah Mitchell, right. But they all, they have a great offensive line, too. They've got probably the best left tackle in football. And this kid is just really calmly going about it. I don't necessarily know that he can get away with some of the stuff that he got away with last week in Seattle <laughs> against his Dallas defense. It'd be too fast. But, uh, man, that that this is a great story watching unfold. Absolutely. So we talk about sports gods sometimes here on yeah. the show. Oh, right. yeah. So that Brady end zone pick, of course, ESPN had just fired up the graphic that he has the NFL record, yeah. longest streak of passes without a red zone interception. I think he wanted to do it. Dude, the way he was throwing the ball, it almost like he wanted to end the streak. He threw triple coverage from just outside the red zone. Then yeah. they get in the red zone. He tries to throw that little pass in the flat that Micah Parsons almost picked. And then the end zone interception where there's not a buck in sight. I don't know what the hell happened, but that was ugly, and the Cowboys went the other way. They had the Dak Prescott uh, naked bootleg keeper on fourth down, and that was uh, the second of four consecutive possessions in which they got into the end zone. They end up winning at 31-14. really wasn't even that close. Their first road playoff win since 1992. Right, so here's, here's the deal. So, next year, again, think about this, and I don't know if the NFL is going to do this, a draft lottery, not for this coming draft, but for the 2024 draft. Who are the teams that you think are going to have the worst records in football? Next year, or oh, Caleb God. Williams. Yeah. I think it's either I think it's either the Cardinals or the Bucks. How could you put, well, even try to answer that right I, now? I know it's impossible <laughs> with the NFL. I don't know. I mean, those are good guesses. Sure, I would say know. the Cardinals. Have, write it down, Al. I'm, write this down and put it on your desk Got and it tape down. it up. 2024 first overall draft pick, either the Bucks or the Cardinals. Now, if Brady's gone, then yeah, that team could yeah, be very, very guy, bad. Not playing there. But if they're putting a lottery in... I'm not sure if they are. Okay. I'm just saying that there's, there's been some talk about that. And if they do it, then they're going to have to do it forever. Because you can't just throw a lottery no, in. No, one year. Yeah, would go yeah. on forever, yeah. Right. Right. But, so, 2024 draft, remember that. Just remember that. Okay. If I'm not here. What? What? Oh, what are you right. talking about? That's like next year. I'm just kidding. I'm just messing. All right. God. She, I got distracted. Sorry, woman pulled from burning car after crash on the LIE. Where was this? God, I, on somewhere on the LIE. Look at this. They pulled her right out of the car. Yeah, it looks somewhere east. It doesn't because oh. it's the new paving, so it's okay, definitely right. before. Oh, Lord, exit forty something. How, how did the car get on fire? Was uh, it an accident? That's why I don't watch the news. You guys have it on in here, and it's just all negativity. Well, I guess that's a positive thing that they pulled right, her out exactly. of the burning car, but. Well, anyway. Did you want her to burn to death? No, I don't just, know what you're know, rooting like for. Here. Dramatic things, yeah. ha- bad things happening. Okay. Car setting on fire, you know. On the LIE, right? Yeah, it's a big problem. I don't know how that stuff happens. Overheating. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't understand. <laughs>
set a car on fire. Oh, I'm so behind here. Dak had a huge game. Five touchdowns total. He was great. The defense was great as they pretty much just owned Brady and company. And of course, the Brett Maher situation as he ends up missing four extra points. New NFL record. Did make after the fifth touchdown, though. I was going to try to give him a little practice before next week because heading into this divisional round showdown with the Niners, Jerry Jones says that they're going to stay the course. Will you look at some kickers no. this week? No. We won't. We just, uh, uh, he's, uh, he's done enough good ones. Done enough good ones, I guess, to keep I job. mean, it's unbelievable what happened last night. He just had, like, the yips right in front yeah. of everybody's yeah. eyes. He did. <laughs> it Absolutely. is. It isn't incredible how, like, the your brain can just do this to you out of nowhere. Well, it's not really out of nowhere because of the playoffs. So there's more pressure on them. But it's just amazing how that works. And it's it a just, kicker for God's sake! It, I mean, it kept happening over, and then I mean, he tries to chip yeah, shots. Yeah, he over, he overcompensated on the third one, <laughs> and then trying to go back to the right. Oh, good lord! Get your damn act together. Your damn straight self. Okay. Okay. Oh God! As for Brady, what's next? He wasn't ready to say right after the game when asked by our good buddy Mark Canazzaro. What is your process from here when you start to think about what you want to do next? Because obviously it's going to be huge speculation. I'm gonna go home and get a good night's sleep as good as I can tonight. And this has been a lot of focus on you know this game. So yeah, let's just be one day at a time. Truly. Now he did end the presser with like this long-winded thank you to the media. And talked about how much he loved the Bucks organization. It's sort of like uh, unprompted. Oh, here we go again. 35 seconds or so. I'll play that for you later on. And he had both parents at the game. He kissed both of them on the way Uh-oh. off the field. So there's a lot to sort of you want to end your delve season? into your here. Career on that no, game? you can't. No, absolutely no. not. Especially now that he's free, you know, to not have anybody busting his balls about playing football. So yep. he's definitely going to come back. <laughs> yep. He's not going to waste that opportunity. He's busting his balls about playing football. Giselle was. Wow. Right. Oh. Yeah. So now that he's free from that, he's like, screw it. You think I'm going to retire now? Hell no. Do whatever the hell I want. Saw someone say, what recently divorced 46-year-old wouldn't want to go to Las Vegas and play football? Yeah. Exactly. All right, the day after for Brian Dable, Vikings are done with. His Giants got to get ready for the Eagles now, Saturday night in Philadelphia. The team we're about to play with all their sacks and the production and the players they have up front, um, it's it's a challenge. It was a challenge the first time we played them. It was a challenge the second time we played them. And you have to figure it'll be a challenge for round three, especially since Dable confirmed for us that he is, in fact, not... Jesus. Have you uh, tried to walk on water or multiply uh, loaves and fish today? Have I? <laughs> yes. Tom, I would sink like a son of a bitch. <laughs> I don't know what that was about, but at least he gave he a fun answer. Sank. He ain't sinking. That guy's floating. <laughs> you think? Very buoyant. I, I don't know. Floating, I don't yeah. think so. I, I think he would probably sink. You do? Yeah, I feel like I feel like women float better than men. That's what I've. That's Is what that I've. Right? Yeah, not, I don't know. I feel like I feel like that. women can just float and men just go right to the bottom. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I gotta see you as a floater. I'm not a floater. You should not. A no, floater? I sink right down. Absolute. Al, you sinker. a floater? Yeah, I can float. You're a floater. Yeah. Eddie, you're a floater, right? Oh yeah, 100. percent How about you? Definitely a floater. Really? I'm Me the too. only. I'm the only sinker here. I think you're a sinker. The rest of us are floaters. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Do you ever see young Brian Dable, by the way? How like how young are we talking? I mean, like, you know, way back in the day. Do you ever see young jail? Yeah, I know. But that's what reminded me of it, actually. Because <laughs> I was looking back at pictures of of me, like, younger and in better shape and everything. What's young? 21? Are we talking yeah, like in his 20s? In his 20s, 20s. Yeah. Okay. Did he have a full head of hair? 
he uh, actually I can't I can't find the picture I right think now. The but youngest he, picture I saw of him was from an Alabama press conference, which is not that young. Bottom line was he was really good looking dude, like really and much really? thinner. You don't think he's good looking now? No, I think he's gained a ton of weight. What about yeah. when he was with well, the Jets? Stress. Briefly, right? Can we get a picture of that. Say, I can't find this one picture. Jets picture. It was a picture, I think, from his high school. It might have been his high school yearbook. Yeah, I'm with the Jets picture. He pretty much kind of looks the same here. All right. Add on. What else, CeeLo? Uh, let's get to the Knicks quickly. I know they ended up losing in overtime. Uh, oh, they did blow another fourth game. quarter lead. But it, this at least was exciting at the end of regulation. A force OT. Raptors up two. Scotty Barnes at the line for a second free throw. Missed it. Knicks just need two. Five seconds remaining. Barrett brings it up. Barrett on the drive. Goes inside. Mike Breen, MSG, a little uh, MLK that Day was afternoon awesome, excitement. By the way. Yep, exactly. I mean, yeah. RJ, just let it go, man. Come on now. Let's go. You've you've arrived. He had 32, but they did lose an OT. Past years, they would have thrown it to Julius Randle, and he would have <laughs> heaved up like a 40 footer. Yeah. 123, 121. Randle and Brunson combined for 46, but Fred Van Vliet paced the Raptors with 33. Brunson had to look at the buzzer for the win, and Tom Thibodeau uh, thought it was going to go in. Yeah. Yep, open floor, backpedaling, you know, 39% shooter, three-point shooter. Didn't fall. Put he puts a Maverick there. jersey on, he hits it. Three-game winning. I mean, listen, he's been great. No, I know. Listen, I'm I'm a huge fan. I know you are. I am a huge fan, and he did the right thing right there. A little there. long. He had a chance to win it. Back but I'm telling you, if he's wearing that Maverick jersey and this is in Madison Square Garden, he's dropping it. Yeah, Because he said after the game, he goes, look, everybody comes in here. And wants to have their best game. Sure. So they always get everybody's best shot. I've been saying that for years about the Rangers as well. I know. You so come into Madison Square Garden, you play your best goalie, your goalie plays out of his mind, and you know, you want to put forth your best effort because it's Madison Square Garden. Who wouldn't? We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. 
You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hi, Brian Gio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. We have not talked about our buddy Eddie the Jockey in a couple of days because of all the Giants hoopla, but yesterday he threw out another pick that hit. So now since we've talked to him, I believe he is six out of seven and something crazy like, I don't know, 15 out of 16 or 16 out of 17. If you look back at his Twitter account and there's so many people following him, he has now got over 8,300 followers. He has changed his Twitter account to Eddie4Money. He is still giving out these winners, and he's hitting. And all of Sayville, who I've, I've told you, they, they like to fundraise, they like to drink, and they like to bet on sports. This is what Sayville is. And they like uh, youth sports, and they like to see their kids play sports. Uh, all of Sayville is on Eddie. Every time he wins, I get 15 text messages about how Eddie has won them money again. It is absolutely insane, the ago, run that he is on. A week ago, he had 23 followers. That's and right. now here we are, over 8,000. And last night, he had UC Davis over UC San Diego. Uh, UC Davis, I think, was favored by three, right? Yeah. They three, won by three they and won, a half. They won like by that. eight. They won by eight. Yeah, and this is what he's been doing too. Like these games aren't even close. Like I told you the other day, he had Kentucky plus eleven, one outright. He had Seattle University plus six and a half, one outright. So he is a step ahead. There is no doubt about it. Now the problem with what's going on with Eddie, and we love Eddie, and we want to make sure he stays the course here in this newfound stay, attention. Stay focused, man. Stay focused. Yeah. Eddie is now believing. Now, remember, he, this is by his own omission that he said he was paranoid. Remember, he said that. Yes, he said, yes. He, he, he said that I didn't like him, and I said that was wrong, and he goes, it's just because I'm paranoid. Eddie tweeted out last night that he believes there are people from Las Vegas that are in his neighborhood watching him because he is hitting on so many of these games, and they hate him. And now that he's got this big following that is going on, that they're sending people to keep an eye on him. This is what he said. I will I will read you the exact tweet. Okay. He said, I have to let everyone know Vegas don't like to lose. They went after that guy from Michigan the year the Royals won the World Series. I live in a quiet neighborhood, and there are strangers around sometimes when I walk the dog. They are treacherous. This was a tweet from last night, 7.59 p.m. Oh, boy. So he's, that's he's what he's okay. thinking. And then he's also claiming... You know what? He should, do? He should put, like, tinfoil on his head. <laughs> and that's why they can't follow him. That's exactly right. Um, yeah, I, he also was claiming that this... The, the first one I don't believe is true. I, I have to tell Eddie to calm down. I don't think Vegas is sending henchmen out there to watch him in his quiet neighborhood. But the next thing that he's claiming I actually believe might be true. And that is that people are out there on Twitter... Taking his picks and then putting them behind a paywall somewhere, claiming them as their own and making people pay for them. Oh, I could definitely see that happening. Yes, he is claiming that. And I definitely think that that could be a true thing. I mean, definitely. 100 percent. People see success. They want a piece of it and they're going to take his picks. Now, the question is, like, what? I know he wants to put those picks out there, but he's yeah. doing it for free. He is. Yeah, he's doing it for free right now. Yep. Yeah. He's a good man. 
He's a great man, and he's he's winning people money, and that's why I think this is his. Now, I'm sure that people would pay for his picks. The fact that it took him so long to change his Twitter handle and everything else for him to figure out how to get people to pay him for his picks would be very, very complicated. I would just say this, Daddy. You got a great thing going on. Don't go outside your comfort zone. I agree. Stay, stay with it, man. Just stay with it. Stay focused. Don't let the sewer pit of social media affect you, because obviously it is now that he's out there and he's tweeting like a madman. Right. And he's exactly right. He tweeted no less than 300 times yesterday. So I I would say that he is now, he's, he's got to stay away from the distractions. And it's almost impossible now, it seems like, for him to do that. Now, I think that he truly doesn't understand how Twitter works. Like I think he thinks that he needs to be updating people on everything that's going on in his life or they're not going to pay attention to him. Like he actually tweeted out, I'm taking the dog out now to let people know he'd be right back to tweet yeah, but more. Then, see, you got to be careful with that because then you're telling the people that are in your neighborhood, the strangers, yeah. that you're going to be outside. The strangers that are treacherous. Right, so you got to be careful about what you're tweeting, what you're telling people. And he has to understand the reality is all they want to see is Idaho State minus five. Exactly. Whatever. And that's why this is such a phenomenon because people are still following him and his follower count is still growing with this ridiculous amount of inane tweets because people are just waiting for those winners. So they're putting up with his craziness just to make sure that they get the winner, which is amazing. Like me, like I'm like, I can't take this. I look down at Twitter, it's 17 Eddie Brown tweets. I, I see uh, an opportunity here. And I see an opportunity through the eyes and the lenses of a guy called Mr. Beast. <laughs> Mr. Beast. Knows how to create content that people want to see. That is correct, yes. And this is a guy that may be along those lines where people may want to see it. I don't know how long they would want to see it, depending on how interesting it is. But I think there would be a lot of look-ins if there were a video attached to some of his tweets. Man, how the hell are we going to do that? What do you think Mr. Beast would think? I'm sure that the attention that he's getting would be would make even Mr. Beast jealous. Did you guys watch <laughs> that uh that video, that um, YouTube vid with I, Mr. Beast? I listened to it coming in. Yeah, I watched it, actually. Only two hours of it? Yeah. With I'm gonna Lex listen. Friedman. I'm going to uh, yeah, Lex Friedman. I'm yeah. going to listen to it on the way home. But I thought so. it was good. I, I actually thought it was good, but it just basically tells you, or Mr. Beast, who is one of the, or the most popular guy on YouTube in terms of videos seen, he's closing in on a billion views. On different videos that he's put out there, so yep. he knows what he's talking about. Of course. And I'm thinking this is like a really interesting guy that I know our audience would probably be interested in seeing. Yeah, of course. And I think we could we could maybe work on that, but I think Eddie is he's delicate right now. So we need to make sure that he's he's okay, he got all his ducks in a row, and we'll probably talk to him at some point this week. But he's just, what he does is he tweets out, he sees like people criticizing him in his mentions, and then doesn't respond to them. He just responds generally to everybody, whatever it is. Like, somebody has to give him some, um, like Twitter culture. Like, you got to understand how to interact with people. Right. He goes, now their big knock is not using punctuation. Does punctuation stop you from betting winners? I think I'm hurting some of their business because there hasn't been one to be able to match my record. None. Tell that clown, we don't know who that clown is, tell that clown you can't win a bet with punctuation. This is sports betting, not fourth grade English. 
Tell those jealous thieves it ain't hard to use punctuation, and I would gladly use it if it made my bets winners for sure. This is just him firing off, firing off, firing off tweets. So, so Eddie, this is this is me caring about you and wanting to make sure you're right. Don't perceive it as me not liking you. I'm just making sure it seems like you're getting a little off center here, and we want to bring you back. We got to focus, 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 focus. I mean, it's incredible. I mean, he he's, been tw- he's already tweeting this morning at 523. What's his pick for today? He doesn't have it up yet. Does not have it up yet. So, I mean, <laughs> it's just it's just insane. But like, but when it cashed last night, UC Davis, he typed out cha-ching. And it that, got, that's what you do right there. That's fine. And then he's, you know, 246 likes, 120 comments. You go through the comments. Eddie, we're riding with you. Eddie, Eddie. Yeah, Eddie he's riding one. with Eddie, man. Yeah, man. It's it's incredible. It's over, so I'll give you his exact. 8,513 followers at any, the number four money. And you it's, know who screwed Eddie was Jerry with his football pick. <laughs> that's right. He said, get, Jerry's got to give me one winner. And he picked, which we all did, we all picked the Bills to cover the number against the Dolphins, and it didn't work out. Look at this. Danielle in Pennsylvania, we have to take a break, but she uh, she's apparently in contact with Eddie and teaching him Twitter, so I'm very curious about that. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <laughs> 